and welcome to the Long Way Home podcast. I'm Leo Marish Gale. And I'm Hannah Paris. And in this podcast, we talk about the everyday encounters that inspire and shape our lives. Whether it's life abroad, travel, passion, or purpose, join us as we try to figure it out along the way. In the last episode, I shared this medium piece called The Lost Art of Meaningful Conversation. And as per my co-host here said, there were good prompt questions from from the piece. The writer talks about how her, her travels in New Zealand and how she is more open to strangers. She has more in-depth kind of conversations with strangers than people at home. There were there were questions that she wouldn't ask at home, but she encountered while traveling. In this episode, we're going to talk about the difference between being open while solo traveling or traveling and being open, say, at work with friends at home. And basically, the article was talking about how to have better and meaningful conversations. Mm-hmm. We never think to ask these types of questions within like the context of work or which just with friends because mm-hmm. it's something like almost philosophical. That's what I like about it. Was there any on top of mind? Was there any encounter during your wow travels? Travels that really stuck with you, like any conversation. That's the thing. I like solo traveling, and then my my favorite part about it is meeting people. And have like a each person that I meet, I find like I get a story out of them. Mm-hmm. So I like have a weird list of names of people I met, and then I write something no short about way. them. Oh. It's because it's my favorite thing. Okay, I feel like I have a a book worth of writing just about the people I met. But I'm just gonna talk about a person that I met recent. I'm in my most recent travel. Mm-hmm. So uh, I will p- actually put up what what I wrote about this guy. So I had breakfast at the Technological University of Munich. So that day it was um like a bad there was a bad snowstorm. Mm-hmm. And my friend recommended that place to have me to have breakfast at the rooftop. But then when I was there it's like <laughs> it was snowing so there was no point having have, like watching the view cuz yeah. like there's heavy snow. So it was basically empty but there was this Iraqi server that I met. And he was working there. He told me um, that he's been there since 1999 and he hasn't left since. Imagine how mm. long he's been there and how mm. much he misses home. So he asked me, oh, he asked me in like his um, rugged English. Barok. Yeah, in barok. Basically, barok English. Yeah. Basically, he was struggling um, to talk in English, but I was still trying to understand him. And he, he asked me, um, uh, where are you from? And I said, um, I'm from Dubai. And his eyes just lit up and it was like, so you speak Arabic? Oh. And I was like, oh man. (laughs) Oh man, I'm sorry to disappoint you. But like, I'd love to hear, I mean, I'd love to talk to you still. uh, Tell me how much, how much you miss the Middle East, blah, blah, blah. But Mm -hmm. like, it was such a good moment of that like recognition in his face that finally like someone familiar I can I, I feel like I can ad- identify with because yeah. like I, I was observing because he was also working at that time like mm-hmm. the students weren't like talking to him at all like mm. they were just dismissing him and it was like he finally found someone like he felt like he can talk to yeah. during that moment I was like it's like a shared um identity almost mm-hmm. 
So that felt felt good. Like I w- I I do wish that I was able to speak better Arabic than the rough Arabic phrases that I told him. Yeah. And I was like, um, how 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 is your family? When when did you last mm-hmm. see your family? And like we were struggling, really struggling to talk in English. Oh. But and he was super nice about it. Like I wish we had a longer conversation, but then he really had to work. So. But it, yeah, I think th- I think that's that's what matters: the willingness to talk, mm-hmm. willingness that's to be the thing open. Thing about solo travels, like you're just completely open about. Because if you're not open, then you won't you won't be able to build connections with anyone on the trip. It's basically proper solo, like alone travel. I think that's the difference between. I mean that that's why I call it traveling solo, not traveling alone. Because mm-hmm. the word alone has these connotations that. That you're lonely. That you're lonely. It's very, it's kind of negative to hear someone traveling alone. Mm. But when you hear traveling solo, it has the same meaning as being alone. Mm. But it, it doesn't, it doesn't have this word "lone" mm-hmm. in it. Yeah, that's why it sounds more air quotes acceptable for people to do. One of the main things that I want to achieve when I go to a place is to at least have one person that I would get to know. And whose stories will stick with me. Mm. And I'm lucky to have found people so far. For me to be able to achieve that, it also requires me a a certain level of openness. Mm. I'm pretty much an open book, Mm. To you and to my friends. I mean, I'm not one to be secretive about, be sensitive about details. It's like it happens and it happens to everyone and so I'm gonna share it. But sharing it with people that I do not know but I know is very willing to listen and to get to know me and is actually curious about me. It gives it more value. It gives the conversation more value. And those are the kind of conversations that really stick with me in, in the long run. I've I've had this... Um, I, it's it's the guy that I I mentioned in the previous episode. Okay. The guy in the top bunk. We we're talking all night about he was twenty four. Mm. He he he's roughly my age, and I I have conversations here and back home with people my age, but it never really got to really philosophical. I'm just gonna say philosophical. Like, what do we really need our parents for? What kind of guidance do we need from them? And stuff like what does traveling mean actually mean to you? Those are the questions that you know you would just parang but you wouldn't you wouldn't really pay much attention or give much effort into answering those kind of questions. And when you you're never with really your think about it at home. Yeah. yeah. When I when I'm here when I when I'm thinking of travel, it's for like enrichment, you know, yeah, like fun, fun and being in a different place, environment. Yeah, and exploring the world, but. When I'm actually there and I meet these people and someone asks me, hey, why are you traveling? Why are you doing this? And I say all kinds of that I wouldn't say back home. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't even remember what I answered that question. Um, With this top bunk guy, what do you think made it easier for you to open up to him? Besides that, okay, I'm, I'm traveling. I'm going to be friendly. Yeah, yeah. Um, aside from aside that. Because um, that's a given. Because it could touch us. Ayan, ayan na po. But that, why not? Why not? Hello. Hello. Chances are small. I think it was because, well, it won't hurt to say that I've had probably, I don't know, six bottles of beer mm. already. It was just the both of us in the room. Ah, I think I was checking out of the hostel the the next day. That's why I'm like, I'm not, I'm not seeing this guy again after this. So why not? So why not? 
he won't know me. There are so many Hannah Perez's in the world. And I didn't, he didn't even know my full name. So like, what is there to lose, right? So, why yeah, is it? So, it, up. okay, it makes me think that actually we're more courageous, fearless when we're in travel to talk to other people about these things. Why can't, why, why are we like that when we're in travel? And why can't we be like that in like, in the context of here in Dubai or you know, it's regular be- life. I have an answer, like solid answer. Okay, I like, want I the solid 100%. answer. It's because I know that person, that person I won't ever see again. No judgment. Even if that person judges me, I'm not gonna meet you ever again. Unless we became like good friends. Mm-hmm. I've, I've met a couple of people who yeah. I've added on, fa- who've added me on Facebook and blah, blah, blah. But for some people, the fact that I'm not meeting them again and we're just making the most out of you know the couple nights that we're staying in the same room so at the at the end of the day it's our fear of being judged by the people yeah. we actually know yeah it's just yeah i think i've mentioned this before also on the podcast now people where i where we are like dubai or in the philippines are just i seen when i look at them they're like i mean rar they just know more about the place I came from. They know more about me. Mm-hmm. They could give context to whatever I say. Sometimes the context is not right. But they have the means to give context to anything you say. Unlike if you're out there solo. Persons just... The other party is also open. Is also curious. Is also willing or like looking to learn from other people and that's I think that's just what keeps me going like solo traveling mm. but do you do you think like um there's a fear or an um there's a danger in opening up to someone someone that I won't yeah meet you won't again. ever meet again really depends on who it is I mean I'm obviously not gonna open up to this vendor you know I'll, I'll, I'll have a small yeah yeah i'll have small, small talk, w- talk with you like what's good is this fruit fresh <laughs> or what's <laughs> i don't think that's small talk i think that's just selling something <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> hi, hi nice to meet you is this fruit <laughs> fresh <laughs> not even how are you <laughs> just go straight to the fruit <laughs> But yeah, I get what you mean about yeah. like a small proper small talk. Yeah. Like how 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 is the situation in mm. in in this country? Oh, this is happening here. Oh, nice. That's nice to know. Yeah. How is this for you? <laughs> 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 oh, example. Hindi intellectual example. So you were saying, yeah. For you, naman, what what was the? So I think at the end of the day. It just really depends. Like, if I open up to the to these group of, I don't know, gangsters. I mean, I would. I mean, just trust your gut. That that's really important in traveling. And I think, I think you hone it as you travel more. As in your gut feel like are these yeah, people? Yeah, it's so true. It's so true that um, the more you travel, the more you hone how to feel about people and whether yeah, how to read how to read people. Yeah, because obviously when you first go out on your first solo tape. Either you're super optimistic. Hi, everyone's, everyone's so gonna nice. be so nice about me. Friendly. Get it. Me. Or you're gonna be super like, no one wants to talk to me. Wait, that's that's my uh, that's my 
pet peeve about people who who don't who hasn't solo who hasn't traveled solo like with my uncles that's always their fear that i it's dangerous other people uh, other people is going to be uh, not safe it's unsafe for you to deal with other people it, they don't get what we've experienced about meeting people in solo travel that that this is what i always tell them that there's between people who solo travel there's this mutual trust of yeah i respect you i'm not going to harm you we're just going to be friendly and we're going to support support each other even okay what is your itinerary for today think, i'm going to help you out how to yeah. budget better i think the 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 most air quotes dangerous thing someone can do aside from kill you or whatever if you're sharing a dorm with someone They're probably gonna steal your shampoo yeah. or use your soap. <laughs> I mean, that that's one yeah. of the stuff I thought. The first things I thought about when I first went to Shargao. Oh, I, it, this is a dorm. Um, can I just leave my stuff yeah, in the yeah. toilet in the bathroom? That's also what I think. But I also think, dude, mutual trust. They, I can also be. Yeah, and I saw other stuff right there, even personal stuff their underwear are <laughs> hanging there <laughs> and I mean I'm just gonna leave my shampoo here it's like it, it won't hurt for me to lose shampoo and I did I did lose my facial wash <laughs> oh no oh no whoever so must be, it, just do it for the love of skincare someone must have needed someone, really someone yeah someone must have come from like a whole day of surfing and got sunburned and need a facial wash for sensitive skin So I met this guy. Um, he's from Senegal, and he he quit. We're his, Senegal. We intellectual. In Africa. Okay. It's in Africa, uh, south of France or Africa. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! No, I think Africa. Intellectual. Okay. Mom, I for fact check na lang po na. Yeah, okay. fact, fact check on going where on. Where Senegal is? It's in West Africa. Ah, okay. I was oh. right, Africa. Ah, that's why I thought half French because he's half French, half African. Um, and he quit his job to travel for a year. He's one of the people I met in my solo travels, and because he's been yeah traveling for you, and um, I asked him, okay, what are what 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 was the worst thing that ever happened? It's like, is there any incident that you um I don't know, did you get hurt or mm-hmm. like that's a one year of just you by yourself Mm-mm. through um within just so many different countries, and he was telling me, no, nothing really bad, like the 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 airline lost my suitcase but then they were able to find it back to me mm-hmm. and then the other worst thing was i think he he lost his mobile everything else everything the worst things that you can think of in solo travel not at all like one one time he missed his bus to going to this oh he it was in the philippines he missed his bus going to i think shargao So he had to find a different way to go to a- another province to take another bus without even him like doing um a proper research Google Maps nothing. He was just trusting the people to tell him how to get to one place from to another. So it was just like also gut feel and trust and also be intellectual a be little smart. bit bit smart yeah. about how It's just a mix of yeah, good mix and, of everything. And like um 40% courage. <laughs> You can be smart, you can be intellectual, but not be able to do anything because you're scared to be to commit mistakes mm. or be wrong about something. So far, what's what's the best experience for you, like with solo travel and meeting people and having these conversations? Mm, I think my favorite has to be 
during my last evening in Nepal, I was having dinner at this super duper local Nawari place. I was with four other people and it started out super casual dinner, fun, 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 until we all got, until the Nepal ice hit us. I think we both, we all had about two bottles each. And they're massive bottles. They're like a the proper big... proper pint. Pint. Alam mo yung size? Pint? Pint ba yung red horse na malaki? Oo. Na ganun size? Yun yung pint. Okay, so that's like a, so dalawang pint. Okay. We had, probably had two pints each na. And it hit us. And then we were suddenly in these conversations like, so there were five of us, right? Okay, group A, group B having these conversations and then group A will overhear group and then just there's just this really fast exchange of ideas and thoughts and insights and then there's just this one guy who who just randomly said that my girlfriend's flying in tomorrow and I just came from the Everest base camp hike and I miss her I'm probably gonna have sex with her <laughs> and it just just went on like that and it was just like that the whole evening it was as in sobrang feel good kind of evening lang I mean I I, I can have Re, you know, f- really philosophical conversations anytime I want. I, I can have, yeah. I can ask anyone. But to hear how, uh, but just to see how people really are like on a normal. Mm. I mean, it's like, like so I, also, it, also it, people you don't know. Yeah, it's like I saw them how they are like normally in the US or normally in India. That's how so, I, yeah. that's how I felt during that evening. So this happened in my like last travel. So maybe that's why it's still fresh in my mind. It's quite <laughs> such a romanticist view. I don't know if you've seen the movie Before Sunset. Before yeah, Sunrise. I saw. I saw everything. Yeah. I saw Where, all of those. Okay, so you know, you know the premise of yeah. um, them meeting on a train. Yeah, and then yeah. okay, so I met this person in Amsterdam. Um. And it, he just messaged me one day that he, apparently he's also in Amsterdam. And I was like, okay, yeah, let's meet. I'd love to finally meet you. And then from the, that day, like, I didn't have any itinerary or, on where to go. But apparently he had friends in Amsterdam who, who knows this underground art place. And so he brought me there and we took a ferry. Uh, like, I didn't know that a ferry, a, a ferry was, a, was a thing in Amsterdam, like, to, to move from one place to another. And we were there and we were, were almost like the only ones there. And we just spent like the whole afternoon just talking while while exploring art, blah, blah, blah. And it was such a feel-good um, conversation of talking to someone and conversing someone to so- conversing with someone and just being totally open about, about yourself. And like, it's so refreshing to be in a different place and just being raw, almost. If you're going to give... An advice to yourself uh, or to both mm, of us mm. how to replicate those kind of conversations where we are. Where we right are right now. now. What what advice can you say to both of us that we probably should listen to? <laughs> I, I wish we would listen to this, but don't be afraid of what what they might think if you ask, if you start these conversations. Because for me, that's what always holds me back. It's like, oh, they might think I'm like too philosophical, too too pretend deep or something. Yeah. But like, just try. If they laugh about it, okay, that's fine. If they find it just funny and 
or if they actually answer, then that's good. That's good enough for me. What about you? Really listen. Because mm. here, at least, I don't really give my 100% all the time when oh, I'm talking to someone. Like, I'm I'm probably thinking of the next thing about I need to do or or what time the bus will come. It's like, you know, when, when, when I come across someone on the hallway and instead of talk, actually talking to this person, asking this person, how are you and how how's your day? You just lose this, it. You just lose I mean, the point the, of the conversation. Yeah, because I'm I'm already thinking about the bus that I'm about to miss. Oh my god, I'm like that. Too. There's all there's always these thoughts that that that's my mind is always occupied with some, and it's very rare that I get to give my hundred percent to someone. Even in this podcast while we're recording, my thoughts are just flying everywhere, you know. And then I lose you, yeah. and and then I don't know how. how I to just add. lost you completely, like yeah. five seconds ago. Yeah, like okay, so I can't, I can't add to what you're saying anymore because I, I totally lost you. So yeah, advice to ourselves: just, just listen. try, yeah, try to listen as much as you can. Sometimes it also has to deal. I find it. It also has to deal with our personality. Because, mm-hmm. like, I know this person that's, who's just super easygoing and he, you can talk to him about anything. Mm-hmm. He's not even worried about what he's going to do next. He's just in the moment, just listening to you. And I, I'm the type of person, like, I need to do- know what I'm going to do next, where I'm going to be next. I need to know the timings. I need to- True. I think at the end of the day, when you give your when all when you already give your attention to someone, mm. might as well give just give take it all. that time to listen. Yeah, you probably might have missed. I I I totally missed the bus anyway. <laughs> so so that was a loose loose situation because I lost the conversation. I lost. I missed the bus. Wala 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 na po. <laughs> Talo lang ako. Do you find that you can have these meaningful, better conversations with like? A random person in the bar, or is it always like I, this this guy is up to something. Wants it's not possible. No, there always has to be I. You both want something. It's sad. What do you mean? Wait, lang. I lost. I lost. I it. mean these conversations that we talk about the meaning. I think ones, I, yeah, I've had I've had a couple in the in the bar. As in as in, in the bar, bar context. Oh okay. yeah, well, in the bar context. Because I'm afraid of doing uh, like talking to them like that because I feel like they might think ah oh, this pseudo intellectual philosophical yeah just to get in my pants. No, I think it ha- depends then with a the person. Depends yeah, on yeah, you will feel it. it. Probably depends then on what kind of bar. <laughs> so lock, stock, and barrel. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think of? <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna, I don't know. I mean, it's LSB. In context, palang nung lugar na yun. Pwe. Pwe. Patapon. Okay. Yeah. But if you're probably asking it in a more, probably just a lounge when you strike up a random conversation at the bar. For sure, you wouldn't, you wouldn't come up to a person. Uh, <laughs> What's hey. the biggest risk you've taken? Yeah. <laughs> creep. I feel no. like it's creepy, ba? Oh, no. See, it's not applicable. Actually, actually, it's not our opener. It's more of like three, probably two or three drinks in with the someone, mm-hmm. with, with the ah, person yeah, you're yeah. talking to. <laughs> no, of course, it's not. But it's still, it's still, it's still possible. Because okay. you're drunk. Eh. I mean, you know, mm. that's when you become a philosopher. When you've had three minimum of three drinks. Okay. Add mo na lang to siguro sa dulo, ganun. <laughs> okay. What's your, what's your shareable thing for the week? I'm probably late to the party, but I've just seen, and they've just added the Dawn Wall on Netflix. 
So, it's about this... Okay, pakisearch na lang. <laughs> Joke <laughs> Napagod mag-explain. Gusto mo yun? Napagod mag-explain. Wait lang. So, the Dawn Wall is about a free climber named Tommy Cadwell and his climbing partner, Kevin George Jorgeson. Jorgeson. The Dawn Wall is the, I don't know, how, the smoothest, the smoothest part of the El Capitan in Yosemite Park. And they climbed it together. And there was this arc where um, his partner, he's not able to cross a pitch. They call it pitches, like segments. They do segments, like five segments per day. Or they target several segments. So this guy, Kevin, couldn't cross a pitch. Tommy was able to cross it na and move forward. And he was torn between leaving Kevin behind so he could reach the top na. And and it's kind of good how they how they navigated around the issue. Like, am I, am I gonna, gonna leave him spoiler? behind? Or no? No, I'm not gonna say what happened. But it's a good, it's a good. And you get to see what kind of hardships, you know, really, what are this... What are the happenings that built up for Tommy to really dream of climbing that wall? It's like, why would anyone, right? But but you get to see why, and it makes sense for someone who's who's only known just it's climbing, true to life, for, right? True to life, wow, like proper documentary. Okay. They they mm. actually covered mm. the actual climb. Okay, I will watch it. Yes, in about five it's, years. It's really it's released like years ago, mm. twenty fourteen. 2017, actually. Gabi naman yung years. Right? Two years ago. <laughs> least years ago. <laughs> Two years. Oh, yeah. Your your shareable thing for the week is related to the episode. Mine is completely way out of this episode. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I'm gonna talk about selfies. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. How many selfies so, have you taken in the past week? I hate selfies. I'm just asking a question. I'm not okay, saying whether... Okay, one to send a WhatsApp update. Mm-hmm. That we're still here recording and about three max. Three, okay. You? None. None. None for the past two weeks. Okay, so there's this um New Yorker column video series on obsession, and what got my interest was um so they have these different types of subjects about obsession. One is why ramen is taking over USA. And then one, one, one of it also is selfies, millennials, and narcissism. So we say, we look at how society became fascinated with its own image and tried to find the truth behind selfie taking. So we're going to share that on the show notes. And what got me interested with it, because like, I started hating taking selfies. Hate is such a strong word as someone told me before. Okay. So, I got really, I got really uncomfortable taking selfies. Okay, I got okay. really c- uncomfortable, like. So on the topic of selfies, why isn't there like a conversation among our age group about how selfies actually make us feel, mm-hmm. and why we take them? For me, mostly growing up in social media, it's been ingrained for us, like, oh, I have to take a selfie. I have to share how I look like, or that's how social media sort of trained us, like, I have to update my friends. You know, and also you kind of, as you think that it's um, your social currency, you think that it's like you have to do it because everyone's doing it and like I have to be part of it, you know. Um, and that's what I was thinking, like 
why 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 I was taking selfies and it's gotten really uncomfortable like why do I always have to share my face no one needs to see my face yeah, yeah. um so whether we post them or not is completely separate but we still take them so it started making me feel so self-conscious and you know, uncomfortable so imagine just the act of being here by yourself or outside or in your bedroom and it's like cringe, cringe. it's but ako talaga no selfies were never my thing like I I tried there was a phase where I would be active on Instagram stories oh no that, that was actually Snapchat. Snapchat Snapchat where I think this was Shargao where I narrated <laughs> hi this is my no room. I can't and I, I, I regretted it delete pop Ganon, ganon, ganon. I, I, I was never really one to yeah, take yeah. photos of myself. Even before, I'm, I'm very uncomfortable in front of the camera. I think that's why I'm a photographer. Likud na lang po ako. And sometimes Hannah even hates it when I take, when I ask to take photos of her. But that's like, that's normal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, in this, in this um, video and this column, they say that the common theme these days are that people are setting it's basically setting overly high expectations mm-hmm. of themselves mm-hmm. and failing to meet them it's like if we keep taking these selfies we're not we're not gonna be totally satisfied with what we see that's why we add these filters we have oh to i know friends Fuji. i know friends who have to properly edit for hours mm-hmm. so okay so when we when we fail to meet these expectations for mm-hmm. ourselves we're in a constant state of disappointment they said in the video, like, we enter a state of despair, which can manifest in different kinds of self-destructive behaviors. So that's Love why, it. like, so that's why, like, the obsession with selfies, like, this is what it is. This is what happens when we, when we don't control Love what it. we do. So it's, diba, it's social I, media is ruining I don't, us. I, I can't, I can't wrap my head around this, what you said, because I was never one. I never, mm-hmm. I was never in that state. Yeah, but, but I But I want to know what you... Mm-hmm. Like were you ever in that state? Yeah, for me it um it by the end of last year I was I was so self conscious mm-hmm. by because like I didn't like my face so I couldn't post my face on on the internet for the internet to see so I was uh, like so there, like uh, why 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 factor. do I put myself in that on that pressure? Yeah, no, parang oh I don't like my face and I can't post it. I mean it's one thing to not like your face, yeah, but to not like it. And so you can't post, post not it. post it. It's destructive. And like I know friends who has to edit a lot and who spend so much time editing. What like what do you get out of it? What's the what's the most editing you've done on a selfie? For or my CV, <laughs> for my resume. No, I have to for, my for, for probably a selfie or any material you post online. Oh no, I don't. If if I have to edit long, like my face. Mm-hmm long i'm not gonna post it at all because uh-huh. i'm just gonna hate staring at it i'm just gonna hate myself filter. don't do it filter is fine yeah filter. i think filter that's, is, the, that's a max I, I i i at some point i removed pimple marks from my face i did that's yeah it, it, social media makes you think that these things yeah. are not acceptable yeah. but i'm like but i started like being an advocate for it's fine it's yeah. human yeah. just have True. like i have a huge selfie with my mom on my instagram and i have like the biggest pimple mm-hmm. i'm like i remember having fun in this day i don't day even know and, like, why that's more why important some, okay no hate but napansin ko lang but for some vloggers or some i don't know some people on instagram stories like for this one white head on the 
like the middle yeah. of their yeah. forehead. They're gonna make a huge fuss about it, like consume a whole story oh, yeah, about sorry it. For sorry this for this. Pimple. Okay, oh, it's a rainy okay. day, and they just decided to come out. What does a rainy? our obsession. What does the rainy day have to do with the pimple coming out? <laughs> Jeez, it's probably your skincare or you your lack of sleep. Don't blame the don't blame rain <laughs> for that whitehead pimple. So that's why I think um you you guys might find this video interesting because they talk about our obsession with selfie selfies and narcissism and millennials. So it might be interesting. We're gonna put the links to what we have shared and our show notes. Actually, we've never mentioned the link to our podcast page. It's longwayhome.podiant.com. Podiant is in P-O-D-I-A-N-T. Sorry, um, we're poor. We can't afford the domain name. Um, if you guys like this podcast or like what you hear, please share it with at least three friends. Tell them about this. It really helps boost our... We are at Long Way Home Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also find us on Spotify and iTunes, Stitcher. And please give us a follow if you just want to get notified about the new episodes. And it helps other people find our podcast yes, who might be interested also in what we have to talk about. <laughs> yes. Lalika. Bye.